We're joined here on Trigger today by a special guest, a candidate for the GOP nomination for Georgia's 10th Congressional District, Matt Richards. Thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yeah, so uh, before we jump into other stuff, obviously there's a lot of big news going on. I wanted to bring up the way that we came across you a few weeks ago, and that was your official mask mandate statement video. Uh, we played that for our triggered listeners when you released it. Uh, tell us why the fight against these sorts of unconstitutional big government actions are so important because we couldn't agree more. Obviously, we took the time to talk about it on the show. So tell us why you feel like that. So, I mean, it comes down to the simple fact that we're, we're a country of a constitution. And the federal government has no right to tell us to wear a mask, not to wear a mask, if you have to have a vaccine or not have a vaccine. And being who I am, I don't agree with anything they have to do when they try to force us to do anything. Yeah, totally agree. And, you know, you see it in New York with these ridiculous vaccine passports. It's just, it's only amplifying. And it's crazy because they use the bait and switch of, yeah. oh, well, you know, yeah. get vaccinated. Everything will go yeah. back to normal. And now yeah. they're like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to hold on to that. This is all power. you need to get by. Yeah. <laughs> it's really all about for the curve. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, so the huge story going on right now is obviously Afghanistan. Uh, yesterday, I saw you put out a statement calling for a full congressional investigation into Joe Biden's disastrous handling of this for his gross negligence and competence and mismanagement. Uh, and, and we couldn't agree more, but I just wanted to see, you know, who you think should testify to account for their absolute failures, because, I mean, th this is turning into an, an unreal situation. I mean, honestly, I would love to see Biden testify. Let's let's find out what's really going on behind the behind, with the president with this. There's no leadership. You know, we went from having the greatest president in our history as President Trump to to, quite frankly, a joke leading this country. And um, yeah, we, it's. We need to hold them accountable. We need to find out the truth. Yep, totally sure. agree. What and and what do you make of their you know ridiculous line that they've been parroting that, oh well, this is just Trump's plan because you know we all know here that Trump would yeah. have never allowed something no. like this to happen. No, not in a million years. That's 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 a complete fraud of a statement, in my opinion. I mean, President Trump was a great businessman and a great leader. Um, we have a lot of similarities in that tack because we both come from the construction world. We're both small business owners, well, small business owners in general. And, you know, we go into everything having a blueprint and a plan to, to complete our, our mission or our, our um, job that's going on. And, you know, you can obviously see the difference between a businessman and a bureaucrat. Trump being the businessman, Biden being the bureaucrat. And there's no blueprint. There's no plan. It's absolutely a facade, and it, it's, it's got to stop. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up plans because yeah. within the last 24 hours, we've now had twice at the podium at the Pentagon where they admit there's just no plan. First, they say there's no plan to uh, destroy the equipment left behind in this hasty withdrawal that's now equipping the Taliban with massive amounts of guns. I've even seen drones, planes, helicopters, MRAPs, armored vehicles, just unbelievable amounts of equipment. And then uh, the Pentagon spokesman, uh, John Kirby, this morning said, there's no plan to help American citizens trapped in Afghanistan get to the airport and evacuate. I couldn't believe that. What do you make of that? I mean, it's asinine. I mean, I can't, I can't believe that the greatest country in the world can't evacuate its own citizens from a, a failed state. And it's 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 a little baffling that the president would, you know, and the generals would say, we don't have a plan. 
then it's okay. Let's just go back on vacation. Yeah. And <laughs> that bothered me more than anything is the fact that he, you know, how can you go back on vacation when you have citizens in, in dire need and the leader needs to be in the forefront? I guarantee you President Trump wouldn't have gone on vacation. Oh, no. no He'd way. be in the situation room making sure yeah. people get out. I mean, it's yeah. just what's going on here is just kind of disgraceful. Yeah. And yeah, I it mean, goes back to good leadership. It goes back to being business minded. You know, I agree with President Trump in that because we're very similar in that aspect. We both understand what it means to, to lead and have the game plans to actually execute things. And you, you don't see that with the Washington elite, the rhinos, and, and definitely not with President Biden. So, again, I, I fully think that it's, it's you know, we got to hold Biden accountable and we got to get to the bottom of it. You mentioned uh, yanking Biden up on, on the Hill and holding him accountable for this Afghan fiasco. So, I, man, I want to get what, what did you make of Biden's uh, disastrous speech yesterday and, and just his absolute appalling lack of preparation, not just for Afghanistan, but but his, his presidency itself it seems to be the case now. I mean, you just said it. it it's, a, it's a disgrace of a presidency. He has no plan. He, he read from the teleprompter, took no questions. I mean, come on, guys. If the Taliban are having news conferences about what's going yeah. on and our president can't even answer a question, President Trump would have stood up there for an hour and answered everything, if anything remotely like this happened under his, under his leadership. So it's just, it's baffling, complete baffling. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, quite shocking that not only did he not take questions, but like you said, then he fled right back to Camp David. I mean, yeah, it's just a total abdication of American leadership. And, you know, deserve better. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I, I really I feel for, you know, the the Americans that are now stuck over there, which I just find totally unfathomable that we would do something like that. You know, and, and there's now reports I just saw coming across the wire of uh, the Taliban is now stopping people from going to the airport and beating them on the spot. So that's uh, that's another failure by Joe Biden. To and, and the the biggest strategic blunder I think here was letting go of Bagram Air Base before the U.S. was evacuated. I mean, wouldn't it have been nice to have a secured airport right now? Like yeah. I, I just don't get. I, it goes back to the simple thing: no leadership yep. at the highest level right now. President yep. Biden is a complete disaster. The congressional leadership's a complete disaster on the Democratic side. There's just no game plan. There's no rhyme or reason. It, it's all about spending trillions of dollars and not doing the people's work. And it's it's sad to watch. And that's why I'm running. We've got to put a stop to it and we got to fight for what we believe in. And it's 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 ridiculous. And that's a good segue because I want to talk about your tagline. It's time to wreck the left and put America first again. Matt Richards and a coalition of freedom-loving conservatives mm -hmm. will rip up the left socialist plans for a radical takeover of our state and country. I wanted to give you a chance to explain a little more why this is so important because it really is. And also tie that into your experience, which I'm really glad that you're proud, proud to tout that you know, it, the, this is exactly the type of Americans we need here in the swamp representing us from sleeping on the dirt floor to building a multi-million dollar small business. So yeah, I mean, I come from extremely humble beginnings. I've said it, you know, at, at 17, I actually had to drop out of high school and I went to work and taken on a minimum wage job to, to bring food, put food on the table. And, you know, over the next 20 years, here in Georgia, I built myself up to owning and operating a multi-million dollar dem demolition company. And I've done everything from sweeping floors to cleaning toilets. But at the end of the day, it's just about getting the job done and putting the hard work in. And we don't have that with a lot of the rhinos and the Washington elite. They've never had to clean a toilet in their life. 
You know, they've never had to sweep before. They never had to do the hard manual labor and they don't understand what the American dream is all about. And it's just, um, you know, it's disgusting. So I decided to throw my hat in the race to, to go run and try to put a stop to the radical left and, and the rhinos at the same rate to um, really try to champion, you know, the American people and the hardworking American people. It's just, um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad you call out the rhinos too because they're just as complicit in all of this. Uh, we <laughs> totally agree there. Um, you know, and, and people in this town are, are so, you know, we hate living in the swamp. We would love yeah, to get out of here, yeah. that's for sure. But people in this Serenity town- Serenity now. <laughs> <laughs> people in this town are so disconnected from reality. You know, it's like two different yeah. worlds. If you yeah. if you just leave the Bellway, you even go to, you know, another part of Virginia or just across the border to West Virginia. Yeah. It's just, it's like a different country. Yeah. And it's really sad that it's become that yeah. here because you're right. No one in this town yeah. has. Well, what one of my friends knew the South Carolina, one a, a, a swamp resident was like, well, what's it like down there? Yeah. As if it's like, you know, Mars. It's right. just like, it's just, that's how it is. But yeah. And that's the kind of contempt they look at America. Yeah. So, it, so I'm glad you're calling that out. For sure. And you and have being, to. Yeah, it's, you know, the left is completely out of control. I do. I will not allow us to ever become a communist country like they want us to. I mean, I believe in freedom. I believe in the American dream fully because I've lived it, you know, and I want I want the next generations to be able to have that opportunity to live the American dream. I think it's important. Like that's what makes this country great. That's where we are today is because of that. And we're being trampled on every on every level when it comes to trying to take our guns to put abortion on demand. And it's insane. You know, I remember growing up in a country that was 100 percent free. And I remember the day after 9-11. This country is amazing when, you know, when we aren't having our freedoms trampled. Yep. 100 percent. Yeah. And, and being that small business owner, you have a feel for the pulse of the economy. Uh, what's your take on where we're at right now? You know, some data showing that we're we're kind of slowing down a bit. Uh, obviously, with the Democrats' tax and spend socialist plans, we got inflation skyrocketing. You know, I think this could devastate our economy. What, what's your take on that? I actually, I, I tend to agree with you on that. We have to stop throwing trillions of dollars at problems. You need to let the job creators do what they do best, and that's create jobs and, and get the economy going. Um, you saw that under President Trump's policies work. We had the best economy in, in, in my lifetime. And, you know, like President Trump, I have that same mindset. It's, um, you know, business minded. It's the small business, the main street businesses doing what they do best. And we really need people to go back to work. Like that's one of the major things I hear about on the trail is there's jobs, but nobody's willing to go back to work yet. And we have to get over that and, and put Georgians and Americans alike back to work and, and get this thing on the right track and stop throwing our hard-earned money at, at the issue and let's work through it instead of just trying to, um, you know, keep an open tag to it and have inflation keep going through the, through the roof. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you talk about, you know, reviving the economy, you know, a key part of that is also access to cheap energy. So uh, what, what do you make of OPEC basically telling Joe Biden to screw off in his request for more oil? And um, what will you do to help us, you know, restore the the energy independence that we had under under President Trump? I mean, the first thing I would like to do is, you know, let's finish the, the pipeline. Yeah. Let's um, let's go back to what was working when gas was half the price it is now, you know. Yeah. The old saying, "Don't in, in business, if it if it's not broken, don't fix it." Well, Biden sure did a hell of a job of coming in and reversing everything that was fixed. You yeah. know, so it's time to go back to what was working. 
Totally agree. Yes. And, and uh, another big thing, as you mentioned, which which we personally love is protecting the Second Amendment. I think it's so key in, in not at just the federal level, at the state level as well. I mean, in Virginia, we're we're about to see an unprecedented attack on our Second Amendment rights by uh, the, the blackface governor that we have here and the Democrat legislature. So, uh, you know, what would you want to do to not just keep these leftists from further attempting to restrict our rights and take our guns, but be proactive in expanding uh, pro Second Amendment policies? I mean, the big thing is I, I personally think we should, everybody should have right to bear arms. Like it's in our constitution. There's never be a case anywhere that you shouldn't be allowed to buy a gun unless you're, you know, insane or broke the law. Yep. But, you know, you've got to combat it with how they're combating us. We have to put the real facts out there and not this fake narrative they say about gun violence. Like we have to, to show what, it, you know, the reality of it. You know, if you look at cities like Chicago that have gun laws, right, there's mass deaths. But you go to a city in Georgia, Kennesaw, Georgia, they have a, a little mandate in their law that requires everybody in their in their city has to own a gun. I think they have the lowest crime in the state, if I'm correct. Yep. So, you know, just the contrast, we just have to be show the truth behind it and stop with this fake media narrative about about guns. Yep. People. Totally. Guns are just tools. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Real briefly, before we get to wrapping up, I wanted to bring up the absolute disaster at the southern border uh, because our federal government is totally dropping the ball on enforcing the law down there. Uh, it was bad before, but now we're facing a uh, totally unsecured border, which is bad in the first place. Now with potentially thousands of Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS fighters being released in Afghanistan, and who knows if they can try to make their way over here. Uh, what kind of threat do you think this poses to our national security? Well, it's a huge threat to our national security. You know, we we don't know who's coming through the border at any rate. There's no way we can know. And, you know, we, we have to secure the border. Now we need to finish the wall. We need to put the infrastructure in place to support our border patrol. And we need to go back to the policy that was working. You know, president Trump had a great game plan and it was working. So why not go back to what was working? Same, same systems. It seems like Biden wants to do the opposite of everything that was working just because president Trump was the one that instituted it. And it's, you know, it's insanity. Yep. And and President Trump's spot on when he says all Biden had to do was leave it alone and it would have been yeah. fine. So there's quite a few Republicans running for this seat. I was looking at the list, which is being vacated by uh, Jody Heiss, who thankfully is primarying that uh, POS Brad Raffensperger. That's a that's a topic for another day. Uh, or triggered for Could me. not agree more on that, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. his, <laughs> our triggered listeners saying. are very familiar with his name. We've talked a lot about he him. He is a joke. Yeah. So, uh, you know, tell us why you're the man with the plan to to take on these other guys and win this thing for us. I mean, it comes down to to being very simple. I am not a politician. I am a business guy. This is my first time running for, for office. Um, I'm a true political outsider. I'm a huge supporter of President Trump and what he believes in. I truly believe we have to wreck the left radical agenda and we got to put America back where it belongs. And that is first. That's the only way this country's going to continue is if we have that mindset is that we're the best in the world because we are the best in the world love it spot on so yes. tell the listeners uh where they can find you online your website and uh, on social media hey i think it's great go to wreck we would nice. we would love your support sign up you can go our social media is on the website you can go straight to it and then um, on wreck you can also sign up for our newsletter give a donation if you feel it in your heart and you believe in what we are saying and um yeah 
Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate your time and especially your fight for America. Uh, best of luck to you. Hey, thanks for having me on. It was great speaking to both of you.